and welcome back to another episode in our teen health series. My name is Amrita Mumiri and I will be doing a series of shows with different experts in different health fields as a public educational resource so you can learn more about your mental and physical health. Our guest this morning is Ms. Botla. Ms. Botla is a registered dietitian and nutritionist and the founder and president of the Alamo Nutrition Consultants Group in San Antonio, Texas. Ms. Botla provides a one-on-one nutrition and counseling service that helps her clients with their nutritional needs. She works on a wide range of health issues from diabetes, cancer, gastrointestinal issues, and weight management, to name a few. She emphasizes and promotes the inclusion of healthy foods and habits and enjoys showing her clients that developing a healthy lifestyle is a positive and rewarding experience. Ms. Botla strives to understand each individual's unique lifestyle and preferences, allowing her to create individualized plans that are manageable and effective. Well, Ms. Botla is here with us on air. Uh, good morning, Ms. Botla. Welcome to our show, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Amrita. Thank you for having me. So just to start off, um, could you tell us a little bit about how you got interested in nutrition and promoting healthy habits in general? Yes, well, um, actually, you know what? I've always had, um, I love interacting with people, and I've always had a really keen interest in healthcare. And so my passion for food and health combined with these really guided me to want to become and study nutrition and dietetics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So today, health and nutrition are like regarded as a medicine of its own because many of the diseases that people get today are like directly associated with their diets and what they put in their bodies. So could you tell us a little bit more about like the importance of health and nutrition um, and just why it's important to stay on top of like your healthy habits? Um, that's a great question. To be honest, you know, food, nutrition, overall health, it's all really inter, you know, interconnected, um, mm-hmm. but definitely the importance of having a good um, doctor also to make sure. I, I hate when people just use food and, you know, nutrition as mm-hmm. the only sources of medicine. I feel mm-hmm. like it really is like a team effort, you know, right. because some things you do need, you know, a doctor's guidance um, along with a dietitian. I think those and then getting really sound information on nutrition and health as mm-hmm. well as from the medical side, I think is the perfect combination. So I hate when people just do one or the other. I think it has mm-hmm. to be a combination of both. Right, for sure. So teens today, um, especially are subject to like eating out and they generally have an unhealthier diet due to like how accessible it is. So what are some some of the more like commonly diet related like diseases that we see in our youth today? Um Well, actually, I think that more and more what I'm seeing a lot of is obviously obesity. You know, Mm -hmm. kids are just not as active anymore as they used to be. Like when I grew up, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have um, iPhones. We didn't have social media. I mean, I'm kind of making myself feel like I'm a very old person. But, you know, (laughs) we were very physically active. And now kids, kids just aren't, you know, they're Mm -hmm. also very busy with schoolwork and, you know, other school activities. Sometimes it's more of like, 
a mental exhaustion rather than really a physical that manifests itself, you know, as a physical exhaustion. So you're just Mm -hmm. tired and you don't make time for a lot of these things. We see that, you know, obviously eating out, you know, a lot of these fast food places, they don't really care about our health. They want to make money. So they'll put a lot of fat, sugar, and salt, use poor quality ingredients. And, you know, that's what we're feeding our body. So, you know, our body is going to reflect what we put in it. And Mm -hmm. so I think really changing that and trying to see even if we can do one, maybe two of our meals where, you know, it's home based. I mean, we control what we put in our body when it's from home. Mm -hmm. But when we're out, we're at the mercy of somebody else. So I really feel like, you know, taking control of what you put into your body, I think is one of the most important things. If you can learn that at a young age, it's so much easier to do it as we get older. But if you Mm -hmm. don't have that solid base as a youngster, it's going to be really hard to learn that as we grow older. Definitely. Yeah. So can our eating habits today, like um, when we're a child and as a teenager, like um, the food that we eat, that we eat today, can it like impact our bodies in the long run? That is a great question. Actually, you know what? Teens and young children, you know, we're still developing, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, what physical growth as well as brain development, all of this happens during this time. So right. eating a really well-balanced diet, you know, is going to be so key because, you know, this is the foundation that you're building for later on. You know, if mm-hmm. that foundation is not strong, it's going to be really hard, you know, not to prevent diseases, you know, especially nowadays, I see more and more clients, especially my youngsters with GI issues, you mm-hmm. know, with um, things like fatty liver, pre-diabetes. I mean, kids nowadays shouldn't have to worry about, you know, diseases, they should be worrying about school, you know, hanging out with friends, so many other things not to have to worry about these kinds of health issues that, you know, we never really thought about before. Definitely. Yeah. So like you said, teens are like in that growing stage and that like stage in between childhood and adulthood. And Mm -hmm. um, like you said earlier, there's like a lot of hormonal like imbalances and stuff during this time. So are Mm -hmm. there like any specific like, dietary needs that are unique to teens that you believe is like really important that we should mention? Yeah, absolutely. So things like, you know, I had mentioned before, and I'm going to probably mention this a lot during our talk is really eating a Mm -hmm. well-balanced diet. What does that mean? That means making sure that you're not eliminating a food group. You're making sure that you're eating complex carbs. You're eating protein, you know, healthy Mm -hmm. proteins, healthy fats, all of these in combination will provide a lot of things that our body needs. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like the number one thing that a lot of kids are missing nowadays in their diet because of, you know, their lifestyle is fiber. You know, mm-hmm. and people always think, oh, it has to be protein. It has to be this. It has to be that. But really, it's fiber. Fiber mm-hmm. really promotes good gut health. It promotes, yeah. you know, fullness so that we don't like overeat on stuff that we shouldn't be. It also mm-hmm. um, helps to provide, you know, our gut, the food that it needs as well. And these are usually found in plant-based foods. They're going to be mm-hmm. found in fruits and vegetables, whole grains. And if we can choose those, like if you go to a fast food restaurant, most of the bread is going to be white bread. You know, there's right. not going to have a lot of fiber. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of fruits and vegetables in those kinds of foods. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's also where we get a lot of our, you know, vitamins and minerals and things like that. And I think, you know, nowadays people just want to take like a supplement to offset that. But supplements don't have fiber. Supplements don't have a lot of, you know, things that you can naturally get from food. So I always tell people, if you can eat it, eat it. I'd rather you eat it than, you know, just kind of substitute something else. For sure. Yeah. Are there, like going off of that, are there any Mm -hmm. like, um, 
nutrients that we wouldn't get from food that you would think that is like necessary and that would need us to take supplements or are most like nutrients just found in food? Almost, if you eat a well-balanced diet, almost all your nutrient needs can be based on that. But sometimes, you know, teens as well as everybody else do have some deficiencies, you know, and uh-huh. we're not always able. So I, you know, if, you know, your doctor recommends that you take a multivitamin, 100%. Multivitamins are much better than individual vitamins in large doses. The mm-hmm. reason why is multivitamins just have enough to kind right. of offset any type of deficiency. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're taking an individual dose of something, unless a physician tells you, hey, you you have a deficiency in this, you need to take this, I don't recommend just buying supplements, especially for teens off of, you know, just, you know, off the shelves or online because some mm-hmm. you know, influencer told you that this made them feel such a way. Um, right. I really feel like that's not necessary, you know, uh-huh. eating a well-balanced diet, but taking a multivitamin, if you do, just to make sure we, you know, tap off any kind of minor deficiencies, just it's almost like an insurance policy to make sure that we're still okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So teens often skip meals like breakfast, lunch, and maybe even dinner because of their like really like busy schedules. So how many meals Mm -hmm. like should we be eating in a day? And what do you believe is like the most important meal that we should definitely not skip? Yeah. So this is a great, another really great question, you know, Mm -hmm. really skipping meals, especially breakfast. Like when we sleep, that's basically we're in a fasting state. And so Uh when we wake up, you know, um, we want to nourish our body, you know, if we can, it's not Mm -hmm. that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but studies have shown that people that skip breakfast tend to have poor performance at school. You know, they're usually mm-hmm. off, often more sluggish or right. you know, they overeat at later meals because they're starving by that point. And when right. we're starving, we don't make good choices. We really make <laughs> poor choices, you know, when we're mm-hmm. starving. And so um, I feel like it's important to, you know, number one, the three reasons probably why people skip meals are they're not hungry, you know, right. in the morning or mm-hmm. they're running late or they're dieting, you know? Yeah. So if you aren't hungry, I want you to listen to your body. That's really called something called like intuitive eating. Like if you're really not hungry, don't, but make sure that you take a small snack with you so that when Mm -hmm. you do start to feel hungry, you don't have to wait till lunch to eat it, you know? So, you know, it could be something like, you know, a granola bar or a fruit and nut bar, something that you can eat in between classes um, Mm -hmm. to offset that, you know, and always carry a water bottle. If your school allows you to have, you know, a water bottle, you know, a Mm -hmm. reusable water bottle is great to make sure that you're properly hydrated. If you're running late, think about making like foods like a cup of yogurt with some fruit in it, or maybe a peanut butter sandwich and a small, you know, cutie orange. You can take that with you and eat it on your way to school. You know, you do have Mm -hmm. that time that you can do that. So just maybe preparing a little bit, packing something, you know, a breakfast overnight so that, you know, in the morning you just grab it and go. Um, If you're dieting, you know, you have to ask, why are we dieting? Why are we restricting ourselves? You know, Mm -hmm. is, is that really the proper way that my body is going to get the nutrients that it needs or am I, you know, so I think that all three of those things, there can be a solution for it. If you're dieting, like, why are you doing that? You know, can I talk to somebody to find out, is there a better option for me to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, to still stay healthy in a healthy weight, but not have to restrict myself? Definitely. Yeah. That was a, that was a really great point that you made, like, um, about intuitive eating and making sure Mm -hmm. that you're like listening to your body rather than just 
like following or like eating whenever and like stress eating and stuff like that. Yeah. And also, you know, to kind of build on that, um, a lot of times, you know, when I was growing up, you know, mm -hmm. our parents would give us food on a plate. And if we were no longer hungry, we were forced to eat everything that was, on our plate, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and I, you know, Indian families, a lot, you know, not just Indian families, but a lot of families tend to do that. And right. we're really teaching our children to eat beyond what their body tells them to is, is fine. And mm -hmm. so those behaviors of overeating are taught at a young age, not, but it's truly out of love. It's not out of like, you know, punishment <laughs> or anything like that. Right. So I always tell people, especially, you know, families that come to see me, mm -hmm. hey, don't force your children to eat more than, you know, they'll never starve themselves, you know, Right. but give them a little bit less. If they want more, they can always ask for more, but don't mm -hmm. assume that they need an adult sized portion when they're a child you know, right. And those healthy habits of listening to your body will take you so far later on, because you're going to know, hey, you know what, I'm no longer hungry, I don't need to eat anymore. You know? Right. And I yeah. think that's another really good point to, you know, part of intuitive eating is really about that. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about portion control? Like we just touched a little bit about it. But um, mm -hmm. how should we know, like, how, like, how big of a portion we should eat for each meal? Like, how can we be like mindful of our portions? You're, you're, that's another really good point is really it's about balance. Like, so you'd want to make sure that you have complex carbs because carbs are the preferred fuel for our brain. Right. It is important in, you know, in energy and all this other stuff that's so important. People think that, you know, coffee gives us energy or, you know, a lot of teens love to stop at Starbucks <laughs> and other places, you know, mm -hmm. and really caffeine is a stimulant. It's not, it's, you know, keeping you awake, but it's not right. giving your body what it needs. Really Definitely, carbs yeah. are where you're going to come from. So those are going to come from whole grains. Those are going to come from fruits, some vegetables, you know, things mm -hmm. like that is where you're going to get carbs from. And so, and Milk, dairy is another place that you can get, you know, carbs from as well. Dairy, yogurt, you know. Um, so make sure that you have a good amount of carbs. Like half of your plate should be mm -hmm. complex carbs. Choose good ones. Another mm -hmm. one should be your uh, a fourth of it should be protein. So that other half, half of it should be protein. Half of it should be some type of a vegetable. You know. Okay. So if you yeah. have that kind of nice balance, and keep the portion sizes small. Like you know, some people even say, you know. Um, it should be, you know, the the amount of food, like make a fist, your fist, you know, mm -hmm. that amount should be what your carbohydrate should be. And then yeah. look at your palm. Your palm should be what your protein size should be, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's a really easy way because your palm is going to be different than your dad's palm, you know? Right. And your fist is going to be a different thing. So that's an easy, quick reference to say, hey, you know, my fist, that's, amount, that's the amount of carbs I should be having. So if it's rice or if it's something else, potatoes, you know, corn, whatever that kind of complex carb that you want to use, um, mm -hmm. bread, you know, kind of, you know, kind of estimate that. And then your palm, your should be your protein. And then the other part, the filler should really be your, you know, vegetables. Right, for sure. If you, so, if you eat like that, then you're going to mm -hmm. tend to stay within your portions. Right, yes, for sure. So I was thinking about this while you were talking. So mm -hmm. this was from um, like one of my science classes. Uh, we were learning about like Darwin's finches and about evolution. Um, yeah. And basically it's like how um, basically what happened is like one species of birds moved to like different islands and they became accustomed mm -hmm. to like the food on each of those islands. And like over time, 
the birds like evolved and like they their beak shaped basically changed depending on like the resources and the food type um, that they had available to them. Mm-hmm. So like, are we like very similar to them in this way? Like, should each person have like a very like specialized diet based on like their physical activity level and like the environment that they live in? Yeah, I mean, it's very true. I mean, um, obviously, if you live in an extremely cold environment, your needs are going to be very different than maybe somebody that lives in a very tropical environment, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's access to what kind of foods that, that they have, you know, if, you know, I know that, you know, I visited Alaska one time and mm-hmm. the Inuits and people up there, they eat a very, very diet. They have very limited resources to mm-hmm. you know, some fresh fruits and vegetables, especially in these remote areas. So they rely on other things. So they do have some deficiencies. So, yeah. you know, they rely a lot on canned foods and canned vegetables because that's what's available to them you know so their dietary needs they might have to take supplements if they go to see a physician you know to offset those so definitely Mm -hmm. I feel like the environment that you have that's why I feel like you know nutrition and medicine are so interchanged like being having a really good pediatrician that Mm -hmm. you know make sure that they're testing you to make sure that you're doing, you know, everything in the right way, um, Mm -hmm. I think is so important. Um, Also, along with that, you know, um, some people just have food preferences that they don't like, you know, Mm -hmm. so I, I see, you know, kids that say, I only like five foods, I don't like vegetables, (laughs) I don't like this, and I don't like that. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of times what I'll do is I will literally come up with a list of vegetables and we will go down the list. And I'm surprised that, you know, kids that say they don't like any vegetable actually Mm -hmm. end up liking even one or two, even if that's all you're going to eat, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like it's really, and when you're a younger, that's the time to introduce foods, you know, and try foods that you like, you know, nowadays, you know, um, again, with social media, we do have access to, you know, learning about foods, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think kids are more willing to try things nowadays than they were before. We're just Mm -hmm. exposed to so much more. So that's actually a really good thing as well. Yeah, definitely. So about like social media, like teens, especially often turn to like social media and influencers to learn like more about themselves to learn more about like, how to take care of themselves. And um, I think this caused like, a rise in like these fad diets so and like other restrictive diets that are like meant to help with weight loss and things like that so what's Mm -hmm. your opinion on like these kinds of diets like intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. keto diet like where do you think um like teens should turn to find like um reliable information to better take care of themselves yeah and I will tell you, there's so many platforms, Instagram, you know, Reddit, um, YouTube, mm-hmm. TikTok, a lot and so many others, you know, that mm-hmm. really teens are, that's where they're getting the majority of their information from. They're not necessarily getting it from a registered dietitian. A lot of these people, you know, um, they really don't have, you know, they only know their own experience and what they've gone through. A lot of these uh-huh. influences or they're paid by companies to promote their, you know, their products. And mm-hmm. so, um, and it's very difficult for dietitians and for healthcare professionals to really fight that, you know, right. you know, what we see on, um, on our phone, on our phone screen 
is is so it's like this fantasy like if i just do this one thing i can be like this person you know yeah um and every person is different you know and mm -hmm. everything you know there's a caveat you know not everything that we see is true and so really Definitely. getting your information from a registered diet on instagram and on all these platforms there are also registered dietitians you know mm -hmm. and you can also follow them and to kind of learn hey what is the right balance eliminating an entire food group which is a lot of times what you know the keto diet basically eliminates um, mm -hmm. the majority of your carbs mm -hmm. like, like i mentioned before carbs are perf the preferred fuel for your brain it's right. a preferred fuel for your body if mm -hmm. you are eliminating that that's really hard and when you eliminate foods it's really hard to do it for a long time so you can do it for right. a short time you'll lose weight but guess what that weight's going to come back and then you're on this cyclical yo-yo dieting you know right that you're gonna and you're basically creating this you know poor relationship with food which is what we don't want same with yeah. like things like intermittent fasting you know it's really not recommended you know especially for kids that are, have a period of growth especially in mm -hmm. children and teens you know because mm -hmm. we require kids require nutrients at regular intervals for proper mm -hmm. growth if you're mm -hmm. you know eliminating food for a long period of time your body's not going to get those nutrients and then right. then that also you know you get this order like you know I haven't eaten for a long time so within that you know six or eight hour window that i have i'm gonna eat all the food and then you know that's you know kind of is training you to you know have possibly an eating disorder you right. know for long periods of research so it's it, i always find that you know it's it sounds boring but eating a really healthy well-balanced diet is so much better you know for <laughs> mm -hmm. your body and things yeah. it's boring it sounds boring but I'm telling you, you know, if you can <laughs> consistently do that, it's mm -hmm. probably the best thing you can do for your body. I always tell people we only mm -hmm. got one body, you know, yeah. we yeah. got we got to treat it as well as we can. It can handle a lot, you know, it can, we mm -hmm. can put it through the ringer, but it can only do that for so long before it starts showing itself as, you know, some kind of disorder or disease or some other state. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, having a healthy relationship with food is like super important. And with like for teens, like as we're like growing and changing, um, it can be like kind of difficult to maintain this relationship, especially because social media contributes a lot of like um, body dissatisfaction and like disordered mm -hmm. eating. Right. So what are some yeah. of the more like common like maybe eating disorders in teens and like, why do you think they form and how can we work towards like building a healthy relationship with food? Yeah. So um, a lot of times, you know, people turn or, you know, develop eating disorders because of other issues that are also happening in their lives. You know, they have a lot uh -huh. of stress. I mean, kids are under a tremendous amount of stress lately. Mm -hmm. You know, they, you know, they have to, you know, be good with their friends, families, you know, school, you know, um, so many other things, activities, extracurricular activities, they're mm -hmm. bombarded with so many stresses. And mm -hmm. so sometimes they feel like food is the one thing they can control, you know? Right. And so it could be restricting food to show that they have control. It can be overeating because they feel like, you know, you know, they want more of something, you know, because they have access to it, you know, mm -hmm. or they're trying to fill a void and or they're trying to punish themselves. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many reasons why um, that people do this. And I really see that I think the majority is obviously restrictive eating, you know, mm -hmm. not eating enough and then also overeating, you know, and, you know, for whatever reasons. This is why the food is just the vessel 
that they're mm-hmm. doing this. This is why like mental health is so important and really um, involving, you know, a medical professional that can help mm-hmm. you with that, you know, to right. kind of overstep that. Um, it's not really the food. It's really how we're dealing with the stresses and kids have so much stress. So it's so important for kids not to hide this and to keep it a secret. It's really mm-hmm. being open. So many kids are, you know, going through this. They're not alone. And to really mm-hmm. seek help from first, obviously from their parents, if they don't feel comfortable talking to their parents, you know, talking to their doctor, you know, mm-hmm. about this as well, you know, yeah. but of course that relationship with your family, again, thinking that it's bad or hiding it is the first problem, really right. making sure that, you know, being open and open with your feelings and open with your stress and, and also um, validating that stress and validating those feelings are important, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So teens today, like we were saying earlier, are often always on the go. They ha- they're involved in so many different activities and they rarely get time to like eat healthier food and take care of their diets and often resort to like those like takeout foods and stuff like that. Um, but like as an alternative, do you believe like in meal planning or like planning out your meals like in advance? Absolutely. (laughs) And that's all capital letters. Absolutely. Because the reason is, is with a little bit of planning, you can make such good choices. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, like I mentioned before, when we are hungry and we've skipped meals, we make really poor choices. And Mm -hmm. so that's why, I mean, even if you're going to have to eat out, it's not to say that you shouldn't, but Mm -hmm. if you are, you can make pretty good choices, you know, um, when you're eating out, you know, so um, it's, no, you have to choose if you're going to have a meal. Do you want a combo meal? Maybe you don't need a combo meal. You know, um, you don't always need the soda. I feel like, you know, that's just pure sugar water, you know, right. that, you know, that's not necessarily needed. Um, mm-hmm. You can always drink water. You can always add, you know, your own flavoring into it as well or packing your own drinks. Um, right you know, things like that. But with a little bit of meal planning, it's so easy. Like at night, you can pack, like, remember I told you before, you can pack your breakfast if you know that you're going to be thinking. Making a peanut butter sandwich and putting a cutie in a bag, you know, <laughs> and taking mm-hmm. it with you into the car is so easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Things like that, or grabbing a yogurt and then just, you know, putting, I tend to, like, you know, when I get my fruits and vegetables at home, mm-hmm. I tend to wash everything, pat mm-hmm. it dry, and then put them in little Ziploc bags ready to go so that I don't have to think, is that a little bit of work? Yes, but it saves me so much time later on. I think kids along with their parents can really do a lot of this or, you know, when they have a little bit of time making things in individual bags or, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of planning, Hey, these are the foods that I really like have Mm -hmm. like five or six breakfast items that you really like or lunch items. And then just Mm -hmm. pick and choose from that throughout the week. So you're kind of changing it up, but you already have a plan of these are my five choices. What am I going to have? You know, that makes it so much easier than what am I going to have? You know? Yes. So a little bit of planning, I think goes a long way, but if you are going to eat out, if you know, don't punish yourself if you're going to eat out, just make mm-hmm. a little bit better choices. There are a lot more better choices nowadays. And a lot of fast food places are slowly starting to incorporate registered dietitians right. in their research and development to come mm-hmm. up with better options. So, which is yeah. great, you know, and mm-hmm. you can look that up like, you know, online kids are already online anyway. So why don't you look up, <laughs> you know, better food choices if you are going to eat out when you do. Right. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So could you give um, like the teenagers and young adults like listening to our show today just a little advice about mindful eating, how we can practice it kind of to sum up everything that we talked about so far? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, in this day and age, like everything is quick, 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 you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. we are multitasking all the time. You know, kids yeah. are reading or typing as they're eating. And I really think we're doing ourselves a disservice. Like mindful eating is really being in the moment and eating and enjoying that food, you know? Uh -huh. So take time if you can, you know, to enjoy that food, like saying, hey, this is actually really tasty. No, you know? eat it, enjoy it, make sure you're chewing your foods. A lot of times, you know, based when we're in a rush, we'll just take big, big bites and swallow. That can cause a lot of, you know, gut issues, you know, because mm -hmm. our food is not properly digesting. You know, mm -hmm. your food has to leave your stomach as a liquid. So if you're taking big, big chunks, your food is going to stay in your stomach a really long time waiting for that to digest. So right. really make sure that you're chewing your food, enjoying your food. And if you're no longer hungry, stop eating, you know, yeah. listen to your body don't overeat. And a lot of times when we're multitasking, that's exactly what we're doing. We're eating mm -hmm. way more than we should. And then our stomach feels really bad. And then, yeah. you know, then we skip um, the next meal because we think we've overeaten. I mean, it's just really creating this, you know, series of unfortunate events, you know, that, we're, <laughs> yeah. that we've kind of done. So I really feel like the mindful eating is really being in the moment when you eat, really concentrate on your eating, you know, if you can, and don't mm -hmm. try to multitask, which is extremely hard. But if we, we can make five, you know, 10, 15 minutes out of our day, you know, uh -huh. three times a day to eat, yeah. you know, and yeah. even if it's just a smaller portion, you know, and, you know, you can always zip it back up. That food will be there when you need it again, you know? Right. So mm -hmm. not overeating at any one time, really being in the moment and teaching your training yourself to listen to your body. If you're hungry, hundred yeah. percent, you should eat, but don't wait till you're starving, you know? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Miss Botla, thank you so much for coming to our show absolutely. and sharing so much information about nutrition and healthy habits and mindful eating. And it was so great to speak with you. And I learned so much from you. And um, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely, Amrita. Thank you so much for having me. I really I think this is a wonderful series you're doing as well. <laughs> thank you so much.